If you're good at something, never do it for free. You're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. I bought you. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is the Film Drifters once again with a special uh, edition of our usual podcast. Uh, the Oscars just took place, and uh, that was last night. Uh, and quite a few things happened. It was definitely um, uneventful, and then it became very eventful. Um, and we're going to talk about all that. But joining me here today for this special one-off episode is Kat and John. Welcome back to the show. Hey, what's up? Hey, y'all. All right. So last night, um, some stuff happened, and uh, you know, we were texting each other for the for I think most of the show it was the three of us will wasn't really here because he was taking uh, another set of uh, of wedding photos even though he's been married for about for a month <laughs> and that, that, that's a whole other conversation here he's but, also uh, not part of this episode he's been voted off the island yes by himself yeah. by himself yes we love you <laughs> will but us. good lord okay never that's mind. enough and, and also then... it would be really confusing to talk to will about another will yes that's true that's true that's, that's true. true very true what's up with wills <laughs> wills just weren't having a very good day on Oscar night <laughs> so, so like last night we we're watching the show and i was like ah oh, that will and then i'm scrolling through instagram and then i see photos of him wearing a tuxedo barefoot like hanging off the side of a cliff and he never even wore a tuxedo for his wedding and then of course Zena, his wife now wife is, is wearing her dress again it was all very uh very different but but so yeah. but then again so are the oscars some people love them photos you know they got yeah they love I didn't even see those in the feed so okay. all right all right yeah. I, we'll, we'll show you those <laughs> i didn't see the other will that. in my feed though so oh there's a lot of yeah. that for sure way too much of that too many memes today too many memes there's anyway. just too much will in us okay never yeah. mind. Okay. <laughs> all right so um We'll get to the inevitable slap hurt around the world in a little bit. But before we get to any of that, let's talk about the red carpet. Kat, who really stuck out to you, both male and female, in terms of just what they were wearing on the red carpet? I have to say that the Oscars really brought it this season. Yeah. I loved it. There were so many good looks. But personally, um, I loved so many male looks yeah so so mm-hmm. many i feel like the men really came out um and that that's right and so many were really uh impeccable um mm. i know um our buddy timothy chalamet, kind chalamet of the sl- coolest man on earth <laughs> but he's really redefining fashion right now and it's especially the dress code for the Oscars. Um, I have a full list of guys whom I loved, but I wanted to hear if any of the men stood out to you and then we can compare and contrast our notes. Yeah. So Chalamet was interesting. Of course he was bare chested and uh, it was formal, but it wasn't, but I really just loved his shoes. I I don't know what it was about those shoes with his outfit. I thought it was just the perfect, perfect blend. Um, It feels like to me, what I saw a lot of is that just the simple black tux is, isn't enough that you have to make some kind of, uh, some kind of a statement. Um, mm-hmm. Some statements worked for me. Some did not. I actually really liked Jake Gyllenhaal's look. It was very kind of casual, no bow tie, no, no vest or anything. I really love that. I can tell you what I wasn't a fan of. I was not a fan of, of Simu, Simu Lu's red tuxedo. What? No, no. What? You liked it? I loved it. It's a, it's a throwback to, you know, his culture, you know, the, the prominent red. And I mean, it's, okay. for, 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 for Versace, it was very classy. Mm. And, and then guys- you, his yeah. nod to a Timothy Chalamet shirtlisting after at the Vanity Fair party was pretty awesome, too. So, what do you guys think yeah. of Cody's Mint McPhee's um, blue ensemble? No, 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 no mm. that pastel got to go. I loved it. Oh my god, I live and die for it. You know, it was so perfect for him. I liked that the everything else was clean except for the color, but his boots killed it for me. I think that ruined the outfit. I know there was some talk about the boots and yeah. maybe not the 
best choice, but overall <laughs> the whole look with the jewels, it's so him. And he's really yeah. redefining fashion right now as well. I like it. I think he's an up and comer. I think the jewelry thing was a statement too. You saw it on uh, our big Will's tie as well. And then so many men wore the the brooch on the lapel, like Rami Malik yeah. and um, Travis Barker. Travis and Courtney um, Kardashian actually were one of my favorites. I know they're really? like kind of polarizing, but <laughs> I love what they both did. And they're kind of like doing like sleek, new goth, the rock and roll yeah. on the yeah. carpet. I, I, Travis can't do no wrong for me. I mean, he's so cool. Like his, his stuff is, even if it's like crazy goth, like he keeps it like super clean, like all monotone. Um, I mean, all black, like he always does. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of the... Um, Kardashian outfits, all of them. Did you not like <laughs> her vintage uh, Mugler at all? Uh, no, I, I don't think it was. No, not that. I don't know. I think it was the lines, kind of like the the in, inner black with the contrast. It didn't do it for me. If it was like all black, maybe it would have worked. But I thought she yeah. looked stunning and so appropriate, and like at all not out of. Place. you know she was there to support yeah. her fiance performing yeah. and they came as a couple um, her hair didn't do it for me too i love like the wet hair it's, oh it's my just, god it's not the wet hair it's that two little bangs with like the little like tweener like i don't know maybe they fell out of place i thought yeah. she looked beautiful <laughs> so rock and roll was kind of a theme for the night right um yeah. we cannot then skip Kristen stewart and chanel what did we think of her mm. shorts and pumps which she it. then took off as soon as she walked off the carpet and put on like a little white sock and a loafer. I liked her look a lot for her. I don't know how many people can pull off her, her, that look, but she's just so unique. Like exactly. She definitely was not going to just wear like a normal dress. And I, that's why I really liked what she wore. It was just so her and it stuck out for sure. Did you like it? You didn't like it. No. Um, I can appreciate her taking risks also like, to me, um, like trying to redefine the dress code of the Oscars, but something about it was off. Like she's so cool. And in my eyes, whenever she takes um, like a fashion risk, it always lands. And this one, something about it was a miss. Like it's just-, it's just Too many unbuttoned? No, buttons. maybe it was the necklace. Maybe it was like the pump that looked like an office shoe. I know it was Chanel, but it's just like, mm. it's just, a, um, maybe it looked better in person on, in photos. It just didn't translate. I did watch the red carpet. And when they first um, panned to her, I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, oh my gosh, it's not a skirt. It's a short. Yeah. And then after further investigation, I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's not. It just looks like business on top, party on the bottom, didn't sleep, went to the office. I don't know. Yeah. It's not. You <laughs> can do so much better. She's so cool. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with I'm with Myron on this. I think it's because it's it's her. It fits her. You know, like just like with Timothy Chalamet, I'm not necessarily sure he's trying to redefine red carpet fashion, but I like it when when the celebrities put on what is them essentially. And so, you know, you, you have Christian Stewart throughout the years doing doing that and it's consistent with her. So that's what I respect. Who are your favorite females on the red carpet? Ooh, uh, I like Zendaya's two-piece. Yeah, I liked Perfect. her a lot. That, that was, was, that that was, that was might nice. be my favorite. Just, Jessica Chastain, I mean, always looks amazing. Like did she's like, like old her, Hollywood. Yeah. Did you like her uh, red carpet look better than her uh, Vanity Fair look? I actually didn't see that. Her Vanity Fair. Fair party, this green dress was just stunning on another level. Just stunning. Yeah. I it's it's like almost better than the Gucci that she wore on the carpet. Yeah, it's interesting. The Vanity Fair now is red carpet is like okay. the more fashionable it side. It was yeah. so much more fun. Everyone was bringing it. Even like the people who weren't at the ceremony showed up and like really shot it down. Um, yeah. I love Zoe Kravitz. Um, uh, her... I thought it was too safe for her. Yeah, I thought I it was too I wanted something, something yeah. more electric from her. Like, it's because she's so edgy, kind of like Kristen Stewart, you know, like. She seemed very plain for me. Yeah. yeah. I actually liked uh, um, Jennifer Garner a lot. She wore that red dress. Um, 
Who else was there? I actually really like Mila Kunis's dress as well. She was stunning. She was yeah. so beautiful, undeniably just like perfection. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know Dakota. The, yeah. Go ahead. I was, no, I was just going to say Dakota Johnson is getting everyone's like favorite, favorite, favorite look um, for the Vanity Fair party. Um, I just, I like it, but it's just like a beautiful girl in this beautiful Gucci runway dress. Um, um, yeah. So I'm kind of, it's not the best for me, but everyone's dying over it. I mean, it's just a lot of fur, full fur, whatever. I mean, she looks, feathers? She looks beautiful. Yeah. What fur about feathers. feathers. <laughs> <laughs> what about oh, Penelope you know what's the worst? Penelope Cruz. Um, Good. not my favorite. No, not your it's, favorite. Okay. no, no, no. You can really tell, uh, like the older, um, actresses style from the newer absolutely and the upcoming the younger generation yeah. of the oscars like you can really tell those apart yeah mm. i appreciate Just, the difference yeah it's interesting it's really really yeah. interesting what about um maybe our last but not least uh nicole mm -hmm. kidman oh yeah and that armani Prive that was yep. custom dyed for her she looked amazing. Um, I just keep seeing that dress in uh, that reaction shot of her. <laughs> yeah. um, after, after, you know, we, we see what, what Mr. Will Smith did on stage. But yeah, yeah. she looked incredible. I, I think she looked great. Uh, I'm just not a big fan of extra material for extra material sake. Yeah. If that makes sense, Karen. You mean that peplum around? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think if, if it was just that was just taken out it would have been such class um so classy it's just like that doesn't flatter any part of her body um it's not even i don't know it was just a little extra for extra sake great yeah. great notes you guys yeah. yeah all right let's get to the actual award show itself um beyonce kick things off I want to get your guys' take on the opening number, which didn't actually take place uh, in the auditorium, but it took place in, in Compton. Um, they all basically wore clothes that were the color of, of, a, of a tennis ball, and the entire area was made to look like a gigantic tennis ball as well. It's that bright like highlighter yellow type type color. I thought it was just very odd, but you know, if, if anyone hears me, I have friends that if they heard me criticizing Beyonce, they would literally get angry and walk away. So I wanted to get your guys' take on, on just the opening. Go ahead, Kat. I enjoyed it. She is the queen. She showed up, opened up the Oscars and just pretty much let everyone know that your show can go on. I, I am like no one compares to her, like truly. She can show up with a, a whole bunch of girls dressed in tennis ball yellow and still be phenomenal. I have a few questions about the garter, but I will like skip that. She looked stunning. Her performance was great. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I okay. gave me chills. Great opening for the Oscars. It Okay, so that the opening was good, and then we head into our our little monologue with our three ladies, uh, which felt everything about the Oscars this year felt very uh, rehearsed, um, very uh, methodical. They wanted to make sure that they all came off, um, you know, open minded and inclusive. I thought it was a little bit too much in that direction. But overall, I did like the hosts. Um, it, you could tell Amy Schumer having, you know, a, that comedian, that stand-up comedian background was very comfortable on stage. And I thought she killed it. What were your, what were your guys' impression of our hosts? I love the Amy Schumer is a natural. I think yeah. she was great. Um, I, I think, yeah, I agree with you. Some parts were forced, but I actually enjoyed most of the show just um, going through it. I think one thing I really didn't like was the whole fan vote inclusion. Yeah. Um, it seemed really out of place. Like they're really trying to, I know in the beginning they interviewed one of the Oscar, whatever Academy people. And he was talking about, Oh, we're just for uh, all the film lovers. You know, you don't have to even watch, uh, have a watched all the nominees, but you just like movies. And I'm like, okay, cool. But it just seemed, seemed like a, you're trying to, include mtv movie awards in in your oscars like 
Oscars stick to what you do, and, and and it just seemed even with the the the, the nominees and whatever the voting, um, it, it just it just seemed really out of place. Yeah, you're referring um, yeah. to like you know like the best moment, like the most yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah fan voting or whatever yeah. with like so Zack Snyder's films. And- it, it's very obvious that the people that should have voted didn't vote because the results were so skewed. There is no way that a movie that was was only this movie Zack Schneider's Justice like only existed because the first version was so bad and it was released on a streaming service so it's it's basically like a, a like a redone deleted scene that was voted as the number one like cheerworthy moment and then beat out like the three Spider-Man it's it just made no sense yeah and, then, and, and they included the Avengers Endgame which wasn't didn't come out last year so yeah like what do they think yeah. talking about? And, and then Army of the Dead wins an award. What? <laughs> I was like, okay, these are just two Zack Schneider movies. Maybe all of his his fans just figured out that this was happening and wanted to to get to give him some awards love. But yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Totally random. Super out of place. Super forced. Yeah. I have to say, I loved the host. Of course, I loved Amy probably the most. I'm biased. She is so hilarious and talented and like so effortless in her humor and delivery. But the scene or the bit with Regina Hall and calling up the oh. male actors on stage and like weird. feeling them up for i mean i if the role like you can't imagine a man doing that like it was just it's, it's just such a double standard and um i don't know that made me feel a little uncomfortable um but overall thank you thank you for bringing it all up. did a, a good job yeah it, it was it was kind of uh the awkward moment for me to see that like I felt like I thought exactly the same thing if a male did that on live television I mean it's like it's one thing up to another actor like, a male, yeah. like a, an actor of an opposite gen- yeah just, yeah. just calling up like a bunch of um a woman that they thought were, were hot and like promiscuously oh if they weren't married they're gonna have promiscuous uh acts with and then actually physically feeling them up you know um it's it's one thing to kind of want equality but it's another to to do it that way and that doesn't accomplish what you want to do so it, it was it, it yeah funny and a funny bit sure but it, it just felt really forced I, I don't think it was a place for it but and also of course, even yeah. her line towards will and jada yeah she did call yeah. up will who is married and there's like oh jada no not okay and like that was like probably one of the first jokes that didn't land well with them yeah um and <laughs> Still, like I can't imagine. I thought that was more offensive than the joke that caused the slap later. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah. But you know, I don't know that that whole joke did did not land very well. Um, and I loved, of course, Amy Schumer's comeback later on when she was like, "What did I miss? I feel like I haven't been out in a while." That was great. She's a natural. She's yeah. A natural. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the winners then. Cat, um, were there any surprises? not actually yes okay i was gonna say not really um it was pretty much streamlined for me i think out of the whole ballot i think i only missed four one of them being best song i am yeah i missed that i was i cannot believe billy eilish took an oscar for that not because they overlooked Beyonce, but it because it's becoming so predictable that if you are a singer, you are going and you write a song for a James Bond movie. You're going to get an Oscar. Yeah. Like it was so disappointing. Like when we were placing our bets on who's gonna win that, initially that was going to be my choice. And I was like, well, maybe this year it changes. And it doesn't have to be Beyonce, maybe it'll be Encanto anyone else but 007 and there we go Billie Eilish wins an Oscar and somehow Beyonce loses to her like I'm not sure what that world is for Mm -hmm. us right now was what did you like that song the the Billie Eilish show as a song I can't imagine anyone listening to that on repeat I like not the song. on repeat. Yeah, I like the song. None of none of the really like Oscar songs are on repeat, especially these days. But okay, so objective, like uh, 
again, no, unbiasedly Beyonce. Do you think that song was good? I, I did not like that song at no, all. No, I don't like that song. At all. At all. at all. I think Encanto should have won. I think the wrong song was nominated, to be quite honest with you. There's like mm-hmm. four songs I would have picked over that one. And I felt mm-hmm. like if those made it to the, the finalist nominations over the one that actually ended up there, they all would have had a much higher chance of winning. It's like they picked the most obscure song from that movie. Like, come on, Bruno. The saddest on. one, too. Like, that song <laughs> is so sad. Um, but, yeah, Bruno would have won. I yeah. mean, they performed it, too, yeah. like, or a rendition of it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Bruno. Uh, it, we don't uh, talk about don't Bruno. Talk about Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> All right. did, did they, like, change the lyrics to make it political? Yeah. Well, why can't they just sing the song i don't understand why why everything has to be political this is this is the oscars it's the oscars where have you been the last i know what they do i don't think it should be that way and some points it's embarrassing but yeah i don't agree yeah and then i have one more surprise Mm. i knew dune was going to sweep every technical technical category i knew it but in my heart of hearts I was hoping that maybe production design would have gone to Nightmare Alley because it was shot during the pandemic and what they were able to pull off is incredible. And Nightmare Alley didn't get anything, which is very disappointing for me. I take that personally because I love that (laughs) film so much. And we both, when we talked about it, we both called out that production design as one of the best that we've seen in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think they were just uh, Dune you knew was going to get all the technicals of just like you said, just because we all knew it wasn't going to get an Oscar, but just because of the filmmaking and just the the vision of the director. Personally, the, the production design did not blow me away. Um, I mean, some of the costumes were OK. Right. But overall, it, it just didn't compare to in my opinion, you know, Cats 2 and Nightmare Ellie was, was far superior, but definitely agree with you there. Definitely agree. Um, yeah. Any I, surprises for you guys? None. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned the only one, the the song. That was it. Very paint by numbers. No big surprises. No Marissa Tomei winning. Uh, but by the way, have you guys ever heard that, that conspiracy <laughs> theory that Jack Palance was, you know, he presented her the award, that he read the wrong name. And that if you like slow it down, you see him read the name and then he has a, like a look of shock on his face and they just covered it up. Have you, have you guys heard this? Oh, no, no. Yeah. No. Anyway. Yeah. There, there's some people that think that she didn't actually win, but anyway, yeah, no, nothing like that happened here. Um, or like Roberto Benini winning best actor. I don't know if you guys remember that year. No. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> very, very safe, very safe. Any surprises yeah. for you, John? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I I would have been shocked. I don't know if you're going to bring it up, but if Power of the Dog won, I was about to flip a table over and just um, throw something at the, ta- <laughs> yeah. at the TV. But yeah, other than that, it was pretty much what I expected. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about it. Uh, and uh, I, I wanted to save this for last, but uh, we, we know what happened. Chris, Chris Rock made a joke. Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia. Apparently he did not know this. He made a comment about her shaved head, which honestly I don't I didn't think was that bad. Um, which he and, also did not write. Yeah, exactly. The joke was not was written for him. He did not write that for the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard he had a meeting with the writers afterward, and everyone was like, "What was the big deal?" We all thought this was pretty safe. Um, Jada apparently didn't like it. It's weird because at first glance, you see Will laugh. And then all of a sudden he pops up on stage, does his deed, walks off. Uh, We were all in agreement as to our reaction. I don't think any of us disagreed. It seemed as though there were two schools of thought here. One was obviously this is violence. We shouldn't condone violence, especially if... uh, that violence was not like really rightfully called forth or in our opinion, it wasn't deserved. So there's that school of thought on the other side, which I was a little shocked to hear quite a bit of is, oh, this is 
a good thing, especially for African-American men, because they need to see a man sticking with his family and protecting his wife, which really didn't make any sense to me. I don't think this was a racial thing at all. Um, so I, what did you think about this, John? What was your reaction? Um, I mean, a lot of emotions. I mean, if initial reaction was anger um after after the shock obviously i mean i grew up watching will and you know admiring him uh freshman to bel-air you know just his his fun loving charm um and so with all that uh with him even you know like i understood he he was doing the red table talk blah 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 with jada and all that stuff and he's doing these shows to try to really um he's putting himself out there you know with his weight gain and then coming back and um, he's in a state, but it, it's all that just kind of it just made me super disappointed. Um, it was just hard to view from from that lens. Um, yeah, I have I have like so many different ways to go with this. I mean, yeah, it, no violence is is condoned. When you, when people say that there is no excuse, there is no excuse. I don't care if if it's a it's a joke about your family. Um, whatever it's there is no excuse um, yeah it, it, unless you are physically harmed like harmed or your life is threatened there's no excuse period and if if that's what we're living by then then he can't do that the, the, all these people talking about like you said like a racial thing whatever um chris not knowing or knowing jada's hair thing her her issues um he should not have done that period mm. everything is a secondary like we don't even need to talk about this he should have been taking out taken out um even even arrested because this is pretty much lapd um were, were, were updated that yeah. i heard the oscars were academy was thinking about taking him off yeah like like not um having him continue um to be in the premises and um, what actually really disappointed me even more was kind of after that happened and then he won the award, hmm. the people, his peers standing up and cheering for him. I think that was more of a, a kind of a weird moment for me to even digest because I wasn't like, I wanted him to win and I was rooting for him. But after that, I was like, that's so not right that I was not cheering for him. And to see the people in there, and now I know it's it's like they're in the moment, and it's so hard. Like you people, revere um, Will Smith, especially if you're a peer and you're in that that moment, that stage. But I just feel felt like it should have been a little more somber moment than than that. Like it, it took away from everybody who was winning the award. Mm -hmm. um, the like I felt for Questlove, he was yeah. accepting the award for the documentary, and and people right you after. can hear it. You can hear people like rumbling, like like talking about not that, like speaking, talking over his accepting speech. And that the in memoriam was happening and people weren't paying attention to that. It's just like it, it was just it, it was just a sad moment for me to even just think of a human level to be in that um, that space. And and that was just yeah, it was just truly disappointing. Like in top to bottom. There's so much I can talk about. But yeah, I yeah. want to um, hear what you guys think. Yeah, I'm going to ask Kat a question in a minute, but, uh, you know, uh, we mentioned that the police were on hand and uh, it's funny how they reported this. They just referred to them as, as two like individuals uh, that they didn't call them by name. And they, and they basically said, we, we discussed it with the victim. We asked if you wanted to press charges. He said no. So they did not do anything with Will Smith. He um, got to stay. He got to accept his Oscar got a standing ovation and then was basically seen um, dancing the night away to his own music. And then his son tweets, that's how we do it, which I have more problems with yeah. because it's like, okay, your father just assaulted someone on national yeah. television. Is this what he teaches you? Is this how he raised you? And maybe it's wrong for us to look so much into this stuff because we're all flawed people. But I think this is just indicative of something terribly wrong. And I just can't, I'm just not sure why. It's so called Kat, Hollywood privilege. It's yes. honestly epitome of a privilege that is only acceptable in Hollywood. 
on such a major night of recognition, which is probably the highest um, award that an actor can get in this industry, to be able to go up on the stage with millions of people watching and slap another human being and then to be able to sit down, accept your award, and then go and party the night away to your own songs. And there is really no like repercussions for it is absolutely disgusting. Like I have yes. no other words. It's disgusting. And his apology came this afternoon or like this evening. And I don't think any of it was written by him because we heard I, him yeah. speak yesterday and we know exactly the words he used and how he spoke and granted yes he was probably in shock and there was emotions um you know at play but it does his apology today does not sound like it came from mm. him yeah I didn't think so either and then I uh, then I would think to myself well I shouldn't be the one to judge. Maybe it did come from him. Maybe he is really sorry. Um, from what I've seen of him, it's like, I don't know him. Maybe I shouldn't judge, right? But I mean, I, I've seen his YouTube show. I've seen the people in his circle. I've seen how he talks to them. I believe that we were given a glimpse into his life and how he really acts around people um, on his show. And so when I saw him act that way, on the Oscar stage, I was not really surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised if he did not write that apology. It's what he needed to say. And if he meant it, and if he wrote it, good for him. You know, maybe I shouldn't be the one to judge that, but I'm, I'm extremely skeptical of, of that. Kat, you were saying yesterday, like of uh, what he should have done, how he should have handled this, right? So, yeah, and I totally I agree with you. To, um, to kind of maybe touch on that because um, when we were all watching it as it was going down, we're all in the group chat and I'm sure just like the rest of America and the world, we're all in the group chat and going, what is happening? Was this a joke? And the reason why it didn't feel real or it felt like a joke is because a lot of, because it was happening during a comedy bit, right? Um, Chris was joking around and then to see Will Smith, who is this, you know, revered actor get on stage and slap someone. When something outrageous happens during an award ceremony, we're all trained to just go along with it and think it's part of the, of the mm -hmm. writing of the but, show. Yeah. But then seeing how shook up um, Chris was and how the editing happened of course we understood that um, it was real and that really takes you by surprise that this man who we've all watched grow up since Fresh Prince to act this way a father there to to be nominated and to be later um, accepting best actor award act that way was absolutely unacceptable. And yes, so many jokes have been made at his expense since, you know, Red Table Talk and he and Jada, you know, have been kind of a laughing stock of so many jokes that maybe it did get to him, but mm -hmm. getting up and becoming violent or even sitting there and screaming is absolutely unacceptable. He could have just sat there, shook his head, I don't know, held Jada's hand, something to comfort her. He could have said the same thing he screamed at Chris, but in a more calmer tone. Yeah. It was and about then, him, not her. He could have gone up after. He had, he had the soapbox. He knew he was going to win. He could have talked after um, Chris Rock. If you guys remember when Chris Rock hosted the Oscars, uh, he was just bashing on people and bashing on Jude Law. And then I don't know if you guys remember when Sean Penn took his won his Academy Award, he kind of stood up for Jude Law and said, "You know, you 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 made these comments, but I want you to know that he's one of the the finest actors working in Hollywood today." Kind of to stick up for his fellow, you know, fellow man, fellow brother, right? He, he could have done that. Will Smith had this the floor. He could have said something that could have made himself look just really 
patient and gracious and at the same time you know loving to his wife but yeah he acted like a 12 year old um and if a 12 year old acted this way he could get sued by the parents of the 12 year old that yeah. that that he struck so if kanye west got up okay. and did that yeah. Yeah. it would yeah. be a different narrative yeah. yeah if anyone else did that it would have been a different narrative right. and what um some of the talks that I heard today were that, yes, Oscars are so whitewashed. And then, you know, they recognize actors of color and this is how they act. And I hate that narrative because it's absolutely taking the story out of context. Again, it's not about race. It's about each individual and how they handle mm certain situations agreed yeah, yeah. yeah everybody fits tries to fit uh, something like this into yeah. their narrative and and shift it and spin it to to what makes sense for them and i think it's easy for them to do that um i, I want to call back on like two things like uh that i think is a that calls to a bigger issue than will and chris is uh one is like when we um myron you mentioned about Jaden, his son and you know him tweeting or something that that's how we do it. It's it's it really uh, will reads that as a father, and, and like he, he should be devastated. You know, it's yeah. there's such a uh, there's a big group of young men, young men, young black men who saw what you did, and will take it as it's okay. You know, it's physically it, to to go and physically hurt someone because of what they said, um, and I think. Uh, it, it, as much as we don't want to make this about race it, it when you see that like will is a hero to a lot of different people particularly you know yeah. african-americans in america yeah and, and 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 i've seen people on my um social media feed um who are african-american men who um who have retweeted some things and and that's very disturbing to me because that's just that's not how this is supposed to be and i'm not surprised that in this society that that's what it's spun to um, for people to see, but, um, it, it, yeah, it's just heart, heartbreaking to see that as a father. And another big thing is, to, I want to really shine a light on Chris Rock. Like, like he took it with grace. Like he took that, like he, he was like, he stood that he didn't, he didn't go down, you know, how big Will Smith is. Um, but the bigger picture is, uh, how comedians around the world will be viewed. In, in live shows now and, and, and as as many ignorant people you know how many ignorant people are there in the world they, they give the field uh the uh, freedom and the license to act on um any verbal abuse now like any verbal joke to just go up there and 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 be yeah. um the physical uh cause physical act it's it, that's just the bigger a more important pressing i think um need uh that people need to see and and to to address than than just a, a couple celebrities bickering, you know? Yeah. Another problematic thing for me was his acceptance speech that he was um, hiding behind quote unquote love and acts of protection yeah. and other women sitting in the audience. And yeah. that is the most alarming thing to me is that kind of, abuse that so many experiences that after an act of violence comes well that was love and that was me protecting something and mm. it's that's really scary that's a really scary nar narrative to have out there mm. and to have that as his acceptance speech yeah. i wonder how serena um and venus williams mm. are feeling about this right. yeah and that he was hiding behind the this Richard. facade of their father and yeah. saying, well, Richard was this great man who was protecting and I'm being just like, yeah, no. I'm being the crazy father. But it's like now actually in the movie and this happened in real life, uh, he was beat up trying to protect his daughters. He didn't come back yeah. and actually do something. He didn't yeah. inflict harm in anybody else. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and so. that, that, there's two separate scenes in that movie, one where he was sticking up for them and he actually didn't do the physical thing. And then he was beat up you know, for, for, for uh, turning the cheek. And then that one time where he was uh, in his emotions with the gun 
Yeah. Fortunately for him, yeah, it he, didn't, this, yeah. this, something else happened to them and he didn't have to use that. So um, none of that, what, 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 what Will Smith yeah. said, um, it, it just doesn't make sense. It's in his own head and you can, and it just goes to show how uh, of broken state he, he's in. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think I, I, before, I mean, um, I just want to just make this last point. Like, I think with all this stuff, you know, with any one of them, Will, Jada, what she's going through, what Chris Rock is going through. Uh, I just want to make sure that uh, we all view this from a human standpoint, from an empathy standpoint, because um, that's the only way to learn and have constructive takeaways from this situation. I think we can't just put our own bias and uh, narrative to fit our own narrative. And I judged him wholeheartedly and I was angry because I see a man um, who I grew up admiring uh, not show grace. Um, and he made a big mistake, but I'm, I'm hoping for the best um, to really see if he really has the impact he intended to have. Hmm. And I think that's um, what more I'm anticipating for, towards people and i think people will learn more from what they do going forward than what happened yeah i also think that the probably one of the hardest things is that we can agree with both sides like um chris made a bad joke we can agree with that and maybe will was trying to be in some way protective of his wife but violence is not the answer and we can also agree with that yeah for sure for sure so let me ask you guys this is this the most shocking moment <laughs> that you've witnessed in i guess what can be considered reality tv i wouldn't during an award ceremony yeah reality tv um no mm. but award ceremony yeah it's definitely shocking this stands really close to Kanye's um, yeah. Taylor Swift debacle. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I want, I want to say, I think it's bigger just, just because it's, it's, it's physical um, because one egotistical person saying something and, and hurting someone is one thing um, to physically hurt somebody. And that's, that just takes it to different realms and different uh, subjects. And especially it's because it's Will Smith and Chris Rock, two people yeah. most people really respect. They haven't done um, anything in the realm of uh, of, of question um, like uh, Kanye West has done. Yeah, I think this is the most shocking I've seen, and it's just like, yeah, you're, you're all the all of the subtext and all of the stuff underneath that you're bringing to this, right? There's the race issue, which we agreed it probably shouldn't be about that. Um, you know, one legend that's about to get basically crowned and uh, he's going about to win an Oscar, the crowning achievement of his entire career. And he does this beforehand and casts a shadow on the entire rest of the show. Um, all of the stuff that happened, uh, the idea that, you know, it was so shocking that it was it a joke. Was it not a joke? And then people realize there's no way that this could be a joke. And just the way that even people that weren't watching the Oscars, they started watching and hearing about it and getting the messages it was just insane uh so outside of a sporting event i would say this is the most craziest bit of reality tv i've ever seen because any of the crazy bits in reality tv i think they're a little staged this is the total opposite i will say though if we're inc including sporting events there's one that i saw that i saw that was like the most shocking thing i've ever seen have you guys ever seen the malice in the palace what happened there yeah. Have you, okay, Kat, yep. I have to send you a link. <laughs> this is just absolutely nuts. So two, two players fight on the court. They get separated and they're about to get ejected. One of the players lies down um, next to like some fans uh, on the floor to kind of cool down. A fan comes over and pours a drink on him. This guy gets up to play runner test, thinks another fan poured a drink on him, goes into the crowd to find him, starts fighting him, and then multiple players go into the stands and it's just all out fans and basketball players just brawling, throwing haymakers. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Crazy. Anyway, Sounds yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, I have a question for mm -hmm. you guys. Um, it's actually a two-parter. Yeah. Do yeah. we think that Will Smith will be invited mm -hmm. back? And do we think um, uh, Chris will be invited back to host the Oscars ever again? 
I think Chris will be invited back. I actually just read that. As a uh, host? Yes, I think they would because I think it's going to start to come out that he did not write that joke. He was just a performer. And actually, I just heard this bit. Um, ticket sales, he sold more tickets in the last 24 hours for his upcoming shows than the entire month, than the entire last month combined. So he's going to do great, I think. He's going to find a way to make this work. And I'm happy for him. Yeah, agree. Yeah. And, and I don't think Will Smith will be invited back for a while. It's going to be like uh, the Hall of Fame band for for like Barry Bonds, I think. Maybe <laughs> after 10, 15 years, they might let him back. But yeah. What do you think, think his career looks like moving forward from this? Uh, I don't think it'll be the same. If it is, no. I don't know. I, I think, and we talked about this, right? Um, in our episode that we recorded, people treat men differently than women in entertainment. There's a double standard. So mm-hmm. if they did accept them, I wouldn't be surprised. Men have been, I think, they've done far worse and been taken back. Um, but I don't think it'll be the same. I, I have no desire to watch. I am legend too. So yeah, what do you yeah, guys think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally, I totally agree. Um, the, the academy said, you know, they they had they had a meeting this morning, and they said uh, reports that it was a very heated meeting. And Academy has bylaws against uh, violence um, after Harvey Weinstein, um, and and to have them—that's why it was so so crazy. Like I was waiting to see what they do live right after that happened. Um, I don't. I don't think if, if if he gets invited back, he'll just be a, a spectator. Um, they'll probably. You know what's scary is they might even have security in um, next to like a like a like a concert. It's like, I mean, maybe not a barricade, but people, they're going to be there in front um, and you can, they're going to have laws where you cannot go up to the stage if you're not a presenter or the recipient, there's going to be, you know, physical bodies there. Um, hmm. And yeah, I think, I think it's his, he's, he's in trouble. I think as much as I'm, as, as you know, crazy as it sounds, I'm, I'm, I'm still rooting, rooting for him as a human being to, to really uh, get through this what are obvious mental um, issues he's dealing with, but yeah, I, I hope um, I, I'm, I'm ex- optimistically uh, cautious about his future career um, and to see what he does. Uh, will I go pay ticket money t- for his movies? It depends on the, what the movie is. Um, but yeah, for Chris Rock, I think it's, yeah, the complete opposite. I think he's uh, my, um, like Myron said, there's going to be a big draw, and I think the Academy might um, give him another chance to really do shine. You know who I, you know, while, while we're at this topic, Kevin Hart needs to come back. They need to give that guy a chance. They they yeah. just just butchered him. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Kimmel will always be my favorite Oscars host. I will never get over that Moonlight La La Land. Yeah, that was insane. I thought that couldn't be beat, and this year they beat it. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. I'll also never get over uh, John Travolta butchering oh, Adele Nazim. <laughs> Adele Nazim. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty one of the funniest moments, actually. Yeah. Just because you know who John Travolta was and at that time too. Yeah. Okay, um, what do any you think? other memorable? Well, let me. Say, I was just going to ask if you guys had any other memorable moments from the night aside from this one. Uh, I mean, Coda winning was great uh very happy about that if if the power of the dog won i would have well i still would have been watching because it was a hell of an <laughs> award show after that but yeah uh coda won i was very happy about that yeah well i mean uh it, it, I, I didn't interject but beyonce was not a great performance um you can be, be all the all the bees can can kill me but uh <laughs> uh billy Eilish was really good that performance was really great. That song. I so too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like she her style. Stands alone. I don't like, yeah. <laughs> the cheese yeah. stands alone. I loved be- seeing Beyonce open and I. Listen, she's not- amazing. I take nothing away from her. She's, she's great at what she does, but that song wasn't great. And the performance, you know, she, she has some, you know, artists has good performance and just whatever performance. And that was whatever. <laughs> All right. But uh, before we go, Kat, uh, can you answer your own question? You asked us, um, will his career be the same, right? And also, I mean, uh, will he be allowed back? 
I don't think he'll be allowed back for a while. And I can also see him retiring after this and maybe just going to search deeper for whatever it is he's searching for because saying that I'm trying to be a vessel of light and love for my family and then expressing that kind of behavior that doesn't align. So I can almost see him using this Oscar as almost a way to kind of like close the chapter and go do something else because obviously the most important night as an actor for him did not go as he probably would have hoped yeah um i mean i answered your question to say that his career wouldn't be the same and then i just thought to myself no wait a second um mel gibson's meltdown was by far greater and far worse than this yet he directed another film was nominated for best director and even appeared in movies but was his career the same? No. So in that sense, maybe if Will did want to come back, I, I could see it potentially happening um, given enough time um, in between, you know, his meltdown and, and whatever future endeavors that he has. But who knows? Wait and see, We're I also guess. living in a different age where everything is so immediate. You know, this is such a hot topic today and yeah. we'll probably forget about it in a week or two. But I have to tell you, I'll never forget where I was when no. uh, Will Smith slapped uh, Chris Rock during no. the Oscars. No. We will not. <laughs> I just, yeah. I was like, what, 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 what? And then I was like, what just happened? And then everyone just immediately picked up their phone trying to get yeah. some answers. Yeah. And then people saw the Australian version, the Japanese yeah. version. Yeah. It, it was just insane. I love yeah. it. What just happened? Which that is was happened. crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. I have to remind our listeners if we're yes, wrapping up, I keep to forgetting. please yes. rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. We do this because we love movies and yes. we watch those movies so you don't have to. <laughs> I love but that. If you, oh my God, yes. Myron, it, we need to keep doing this. Yeah. I cannot watch, believe we haven't done this. Yeah, Kat started doing it. This is, <sighs> this, this is much needed. So thank you, Kat. Rate, so review, yes, rate, review, and, and subscribe. subscribe. If you don't like what we're saying, just tune out and don't say anything at all. Yeah, definitely don't. If you don't like what we're saying, don't rate or review. Because we'll then it'll five be bad stars, reviews. Please. Five only. I got five on it. All right. Cool. So that was our little special edition of Film Drifters. We'll be back with another film review or a set of film reviews very, very soon. Until then, you know the gist. I say that thing at the end, you know, on the road of life, yada, yada, yada. Go watch the movies. (laughs) Or we will, so you don't have to. Yes. Just hear us talk about them. All right. See y'all later. Bye.